We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So remember when we went through the uh, the quarterback rankings last week as part of the power rankings? Right. And uh, Mahomes was like, you know, anywhere from like third to fifth. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. In the, There's one where he was seven. The, seven, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven of the eight. Yeah. Seven of the eight, I believe. Yeah. 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 Right. So this week he's done playing the game. Right. And he's on lists with um, Brady and <laughs> Montana. Right. And but he was third or f- third to seventh in this year's play in this year's playoffs by like dopes, like Gordopsky yeah. and, and people of that nature. Got and it. so, um, you know, ranking him third or fifth or sixth or seventh best or whatever these people wanted to do. Patrick Mahomes is the undisputed best quarterback in the NFL. Everybody else is battling for second. Are we still going to try to have these nonsensical conversations about who's a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes in this league? There is not a better quarterback on earth actively playing that is better than Patrick Mahomes. Will he get beat some days? Sure, he's going to get beat, but not a lot. He's won almost 80% of his games in the NFL. So a lot of people are not beating Patrick Mahomes. Stop trying to find somebody and say somebody is better than Patrick Mahomes because you look like an ass, and and you really do. Like you're showing your you're you're showing your ass when you go out there and you try to put anybody better than Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen is not. Josh Allen, I saw a quote, and I don't know if this is real or attributed to to the internet, but he had said something of like, they're not a rival. We can't beat them. I mean, we're 0-3 in the playoffs against the Kansas City Chiefs. Joe Burrow has not better than Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen is not better than Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson is not better than Patrick Mahomes. And Brock F. and Purdy is not better than Patrick Mahomes. So stop trying to say that there's somebody out there playing right now that is better than Patrick Mahomes. In fact, in my opinion, as of right now, where we sit in 2024, Patrick Mahomes is the third best quarterback in the history of this game behind Tom Brady and Joe Montana. Because if you ask anybody to choose one quarterback that you could have on the field with two minutes to go down five at your own 20... They're taking Joe Montana, Tom Brady, or Patrick Mahomes. Those are the only three quarterbacks that you're taking right now. And if you got a situation where you're down five with two minutes left, who do you want under center that's left in the playoffs this week? You want Brock Purdy? You want Patrick Mahomes? You want Jared Goff or you want Lamar Jackson? And if you take anybody other than Patrick Mahomes, you're, you're, a, you're just a contrarian and you're trying to grab attention. Six That's ten, all. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HD2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Uh, speaking of, of Josh Allen, he's he's fallen another tier for me. Like, yeah. You haven't won anything. You haven't won anything, man. Hasn't you won haven't anything gotten out of the divisional round. And hasn't gotten an MVP. Right. Exactly. And I've heard a lot of the, well, how come he gets more praise than, say, Dak, who's won an MVP? And I can only speak for myself because I watch the AFC more. Right. That's the only reason because he might be in that category because I feel like I've overvalued him too. Like Josh oh, no. Allen? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've watched him enough. I'm like, oh, no, he could can, he can be on the same tier. Well, he hasn't He hasn't won, so right. he's not on the same tier. Yeah. And, he's not even close. And I tweeted this out yesterday. He is, he is a, a good quarterback, but you don't know if he can get you there. Right. He might as well be Herbert. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's in the same category as Justin Dak. Herbert, Dak Prescott, all these second-tier quarterbacks that don't know how to win when it matters most. I, I don't know. Yeah, Josh Allen is not a top-tier quarterback. We have to stop saying that because the, the results are out there. And it, it, it it's so funny to, to watch. Like, Ryan Clark eviscerated Dan Ordopsky yesterday on ESPN. Oh like, eviscerated that guy and his take on Josh Allen. And I spent the better part of yesterday reading and watching and listening and taking it all in of what people were saying there are more people josh right now making excuses for josh allen than praising patrick mahomes and i tweeted this out yesterday everybody wants the bills to win so bad and they didn't and now they're trying to come up with excuses and trying to make excuses 
for Josh Allen because they're trying to put that guy on a pedestal. Until you go out there and win when it matters most, you're not considered one of the great quarterbacks in this league. And right now, Josh Allen is just not in the same ballpark as Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. He actually went to a Super Bowl, for God's sakes. Josh Allen hasn't made it out of the divisional round, right? I don't know the championship. Did they make him in the championship game one year? Did, they, did the Chiefs beat them in the championship game that first year? Wasn't that the first year? The first year. They, they, that's right. Yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. The champ- yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. The championship game one year. And since then, they haven't made it past the divisional round of the playoffs. They're losing at home in the postseason. And Josh Allen had the opportunity to make plays at the end, and he didn't. I don't want to hear about Diggs dropping the ball or the or that, that, that Sheffield guy dropping a couple of passes. Josh Allen had the opportunity late to take two underneath throws, and he chose not to do that. That's not on anybody else other than Josh Allen. So stop sitting here and trying to put Josh Allen in the same ballpark as Patrick Mahomes. And then I love the people who say, well, you know, uh, quarterbacks, you know, shouldn't get credit for wins and losses now because Josh Allen lost. And it's not Josh Allen's fault that they went out there and lost the game. You want to blame the kicker and wide receiver? Josh Allen's the leader of that team. Had the Bills won that game, every person was defending Josh Allen yesterday would have been praising Josh Allen and talking about how he led his team to a victory. It's just bizarre, this Josh Allen narrative. Win something, dude. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely on a, on a, on a different tier now. He's on the same tier as Dak Prescott. Yeah. Good, but not a winner. Yeah, I don't have him. He's Kirk. He's whatever. Kirk yeah. Cousins. Kirk Cousins, yeah. You know. Decent enough quarterback. We need some games, but eh, can he win you the big one? Doesn't look like Doesn't it. Look like it. Doesn't, look, Doesn't like it. look like it. He'll set you up, and then the kicker will bail. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is I want to watch more NFL games on Korean networks. Yeah. Because that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Can you tell what happened there? He missed. It sounded like he missed. He missed. Yeah. He missed. He missed. Yeah. Wish they had that available, especially when Romo goes crazy and I can't get 106.5 The Wolf to match up with my TV. Can you get the Korean one? Heck yeah. Korean I, would, I would love that. I'd Romo's be- taking a lot of heat this week, too. <laughs> he was so Even trash. my wife, who likes Romo, is like, what the hell was he talking about? The, that, that play where the dude punched the ball out of bounds. He goes, that's the Franco Harris play. Was he talking about the immaculate reception? I don't know. That's funny. Like, I mean, go through gotten... social media. He's getting destroyed by people in Pittsburgh going, what the hell are you talking about? He's getting so nonsensical now. You know, you the, the first two years were good. Where, where The first was, year was fantastic. Where he was still in in the locker room. Right. You know, he still had the playbook on the brain, and he could read the defenses. Right now, he's just throwing dice out there shooting crap. Yeah. That's it. There's the old Franco Harris play. What? What the hell are you talking about, Tony? What you think, Jim? Saw this little nugget in the Peter King article this this uh, this week. He was uh, he was at Chiefs Bills, but mm-hmm. didn't have anything that we didn't have. Right, we didn't see. But he had a little nugget about Mike Tomlin. That I thought was interesting. Obviously, the Pittsburgh fans are uneasy with Mike Tomlin, which is foolish. Right. Again, you could you get rid of Mike Tomlin, and you can get Brian Callahan. You want Ooh. that? Wasn't he the guy that got hired by the Titans? Oh, that's right. The guy we talked about yeah. an hour ago, and I've yeah. already forgotten. Yeah, I already forgot yeah. his name. Yeah. Um, you could do that if you'd like, but Mike Tomlin post Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know. Franchise Hall of Fame. Certainly in your Hall of Fame. NFL Hall of Fame. You would probably say the second best quarterback in Steelers history behind Terry Bradshaw. And mm-hmm. only because Bradshaw won four Super Bowls and, and used the Steel Curtain defense. He wasn't that good, just like Troy Aikman. But they won and you give him all the credit yeah. in the world. He's 19 and 16. Wow. With with like Duck Hodges at quarterback. Since ben Roethlisberger. We know how hard it is to replace the guy. Bill Belichick's 10 under after Brady left. Wow. That's insane. That tells you how good a coach Mike Tomlin really is. Mike Tomlin's is, right? 19 and 16, and name me his quarterback since. Well, you've had Duck Hodges, you've had Mason Rudolph, you've had Kenny Pickett, and Bubby Brister. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, Mitchell Trubisky played quarterback, too, who, you know, Matt Nagy took to the playoffs two of the three years he had him as a quarterback in Chicago. 
So for all the Nagy can't coach crowd out there, he took Mitchell Trubisky to the to the playoffs twice, and without a double doink, they advanced in that first year in the postseason. In a division that has Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people believe Deshaun Watson is still good. But yeah. Watson, yes! 19 and 16 post Ben Roethlisberger. That's insane. That is a great record. That's a great record. It really is, especially when you compare it to Bill Belichick, as you mentioned, 10 under 500 since Tom Brady left New England. No offense. Let's think Let's think about when Mahomes leaves. Yeah. Dare Whoa, I say. Do right. we have to? No, we don't, we don't have to. Okay. Who do you think is going to be the quarterback? Go 19 is he born yet? Do you think they're going to go 19 and 16? The odds are probably probably not. not. No, probably not. Usually you lose that franchise quarterback and you take a step backwards, right? I mean, Indianapolis look like they Unless filled you're the, the Packers need. Or or, yeah, well, the Niners over the years. Yeah, or. <laughs> that, 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 there, there's a but you know the Niners had their you know their spots for a while where they weren't any good. It wasn't like Alex Smith was winning championships there or Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia was winning championships there or anything like that. So they, I mean, the Niners had their kind of downfall for a little bit. The Packers clearly have not um, <laughs> had their downfall. Fall and and the reason the Pittsburgh Steelers are are competitive every year and in the postseason every year is because of Mike Tomlin and and I continue to stress this there are not a lot of good NFL head coaches there's not a lot of good coaches in the coaching pool right now to be NFL head coaches Mike Tomlin is one of the best currently and one of the best that's ever lived and I just can't wrap my head around the Pittsburgh Steelers fans not wanting Mike Tomlin as their head football coach when they could go out and hire Tommy Callahan to run their auto parts store. A little uh, contender or pretender coming up next. Festo in the morning brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson joins the show every Monday at 730, 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Who are you rolling with? A contender or pretender? I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum. It's contender or pretender on Fesco in the morning. This or that. This or that. This or that. Ah, yes. This or that. This or that. We're down to the final four in the NFL playoffs little contender or pretender this morning. We'll start with the one and only Detroit Lions. Come on, Dees. Dees nuts. I mean, how do do you not call them a contender right now, right? They've done things that Lion teams in the past have never done before. They're playing like they believe in themselves more than anybody else believes in them. Everybody's going to be picking against them going against San Francisco and on the road this weekend. But I like the way Detroit's playing. They just got Zach Ertz, you know, into the mix, into the fold, that? right? You talk about, like, winning a Super Bowl ring potentially for Zach Ertz and getting one after just, like, two games with the, with the Lions if that ends up being the way that it is. But I, I think they are. They're a contender. You're in the final four right now. You are definitely a contender. I love the Zach Ertz story. It's just hilarious. It's great. I'm going to wait and see. Yeah. I'm going to see how this, Oh, they're down to four? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'll see if anybody's interested. Right. Um, yeah, you have to be a contender. I think they believe. Yep. They're going on the road with the Uber belief that they can get it done. Mm-hmm. They've already given their fans two home games. I right. Mean, it's been great. Which is crazy, right? Yeah. And so now you go out on the road and think, why not us? Mm-hmm. I don't you follow Dan Campbell into oh, any God, yeah. burning building right about now? Absolutely you, know, so. you do. Everybody yeah. in Detroit. Contender. Yeah, contender, right. San Francisco 49ers. Well, I think they're a pretender. I'm not a big fan of Brock Purdy. I'm just going to keep saying that. They tried to sign Tom Brady this offseason, so the team's not even a big fan of Brock Purdy. But what did he do? Responded. He did. Why did ESPN hide that story basically all year? It is a good one to bring out at the end, isn't it? Well, that'd be. maybe they're not confident. Maybe they have the script that they know they're going to lose. Right, maybe. Because you would. I would think you'd bring that out Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, absolutely. Like, look, look what he's done Right. in the face of the team got honest with him before the season said, we're going to try to get Tom Brady. Yeah. 
he overcame so much adversity. Yeah, yeah he did. No. no, but I mean, they're they're, they're a contender. They're a definitive no, they contender. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Debo, the Debo Samuel injury could be interesting. Could but, be, but I still think they have enough yeah, weapons. And, and look, they're Purdy the facilitates. They're good defense. I mean, really, I mean, they do a nice job at what they the do. The Lions right? are going to have to shock the world. Right. They're still the, the contender. And you've seen the Super Bowl logo. It is uh, uh, purple and red, so that means it's going to be the Ravens and 49ers. That television station in Canada reported it last week that the Super Bowl featuring the 49ers and Ravens will have Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem. So the Canadian TV station called it. The Super Bowl logo shows that it's supposed to be the Lion or the uh, the Ravens and the 49ers. And hopefully the, uh, the, the Chiefs and the Lions give them a nice big poop burger to eat and they got to change the color of their logo. Was this our buddy Frankie up there in Nova Scotia that had this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like some TV station in Canada is yeah, making they, its they, way they, around. Yeah, you know? they picked up on that, that. The, the, the colors or the giveaway. And, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, let's go Baltimore Ravens. Contender. contender no, they're 100% a contender. They're the one seed. Lamar's playing great football. They're good defensively. They suffered a little bit of a scare in the first half of that game on Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, but they found a way to go out there and route the Houston Texans. No, I think the Baltimore Ravens are a definite contender. I like John Harbaugh as a head coach, too. Pretender. Haven't won anything. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. <laughs> I love it. You got to beat the champs. Got to yep. beat them. To yep. be the man, you got to beat the man. Right yep. now, on Tuesday, they're a contender. No, they're 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 good. They're good. They're a contender for sure. And but fun. you got to still got to beat the champs. That's yeah. right. You, you want to ultimately prove it because there'll be questions if you don't. All the pressure's on you. All the pressure. Just like it was yeah. on Buffalo last week. All the pressure's on you. Right. And you could be having uh, clean out your locker day. Right. Be kryptonite all over Next again. Monday, answering questions about... How you can't get over the hump. How you didn't do it again. Yep. And, of course, our Kansas City Chiefs. 100% a contender. 100%. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones. Let's see what you got. And I'm talking to the Baltimore Ravens. You've got a team right now that is playing possessed. I don't know that we've ever truly, Josh, seen the Chiefs play with this kind of chip on their shoulder where literally everybody is against them. Everybody's rooting against them. People in ESPN are still trying to find a way to get Josh Allen into this championship game. They're underdogs. Patrick Mahomes has been called the seventh best quarterback in the playoffs. They're on the road. They're playing with the ultimate chip. Kansas City contender, 35 uh, Don't want anybody, you know, D's nutsing me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Come on, D's. <laughs> No, they're a contender. But keep that chip. Keep that chip on your shoulder. You got to knock out the defending champs. Embrace the. There heel. could be a back-to-back champion. You guys have just not wanted to see it, right? National media. National media. Usually, you're embracing the chance to have a back-to-back champion, and could this be the year? And you've ignored this thing right under your. It's like they're not even acknowledging the entire, that the Chiefs the are part time. of this thing. No, right? not at all. We we've started to become that hated team. You know, like. The Patriots did during the beginning of their run. Right. You're built up so much, and then all of a sudden, okay, what do they build you up to do? To tear you down. To tear you down. And, yeah. you know, we, we, I love that they're embracing the heel aspect. I, I love it. I want them to continue to do it. We know Petty Mahomes has a side to him. The whole team just needs to continue to rally around it. I think he said in the locker room, you know what? They asked for it. Yeah. They got they it. They got it. They asked for it and they got it. We're not it. done. Yeah, let, that's let, right. Let's keep this rolling. Keep this thing rolling. And, and are you going to bet against Patrick Mahomes? Hell no. no. But I'm taking the Ravens. You know, like like that. that that's the nonsense that you're going to hear. I never week. bet against Patrick Mahomes, but this game's at home for the Ravens. Yep, so, so I gonna, will. Uh, yeah. So then, then say so you're betting, betting against, against Patrick Mahomes. Then yeah. stop trying to justify your pick. I, I think right now of the four teams that are remaining, the Kansas City Chiefs are getting the least amount of attention on a national level because everybody's in love with Detroit and knee biting. San Francisco's the 49ers. They're it's Brock new. Purdy. You got Lamar, obviously, in Baltimore, and nobody's paying attention nationally to the Kansas City Chiefs. We're spending more time talking about Josh Allen losing a game than Patrick Mahomes going out there and winning a football game. And we're spending more time talking about ways to get Josh Allen back into the playoffs instead of finding a way for the Chiefs to beat Baltimore. I want the Chiefs, I said at the beginning of the year, I want this team to go to the Super Bowl this year more than I've ever wanted before. And a lot of that was for all the folks who were complaining about the roster and, and, and the wide receivers and all of that kind of stuff nationally. Now I really want them to go because everybody will be upset 
nationally if the Kansas City Chiefs make it to another Super Bowl. I'm here to spoil a party, and I think Patrick Mahomes is as well. Let's go spoil this crab cake fest that's going to take place in Baltimore over the weekend and send them packing. I got one final one for you guys, a little late submission. Contender or pretender? Footlong churro. I'm not a churro guy. Well, the never Subway's was. doing this? Yeah. So Subway has a, a new menu items that they put out. You, as you can tell, they continue to revamp their menu. But the footlong add-ons, they put out a churro, a cookie, and a pretzel from Auntie Anne's. Yeah, I'm more interested in the I'm more interested in the footlong chocolate chip cookie than I am the footlong churro. I have a problem with churros that aren't crispy. Right. They need to be crispy. That's what a churro. Subway doesn't have a fryer. How are they cooking these? And things? I would think, I have a problem thinking you're going to get that one right. But I think you can get the chocolate chip cookie right. Yeah, because they've gotten cookies right in the yeah. past at Subway. Yeah. The cookies so, are phenomenal. Pretender. Have you had the footlong cookie? No, uh, no, I'm on Slim for Life. I haven't had a chocolate chip cookie in I don't know how long, but I remember when they used to do the Otis Spunkmeyer cookies there. At oh, yeah. Geez, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. Otis could bake. Oh, he loves us. Forget the meatball sandwich. Just give me six Otis Spunkmeyers. Somebody good. from the text line, the 816, Costco has a really good churro. Either A, you haven't listened in a while, or B, you haven't been to Costco in a while. The churro's been canceled, my friend. Mm. Such a bad. And been replaced by a 750 calorie chocolate chip cookie. Mm. Get some meat on your bones. Mm-hmm. Get your weight up. Mm. That's contender or pretender. An elected official in Buffalo denies that they turned off the hot water on the Chiefs mm-hmm. on Sunday. What a low rent move by the Buffalo Bills. Seriously, that is a low rent move so, uh, by Buffalo. It was uh, Omenahu, right? They claimed it. No, no, no. Donovan Smith. Donovan I'm sorry. Smith. Donovan Smith. Yeah. Had tweeted out about the uh, they had turned off the hot water in the showers. I right. never heard that on Sunday, mm-hmm. but I'm not saying it didn't happen. Right. One Buffalo official says the allegations are false. Mm-hmm. Erie County Press Secretary Peter Anderson responded to TMZ, the only ones that would care to ask. Right. This is false. There's no way to turn off water or hot water on one side or the other. There are two huge hot water tanks, which feed both home and away locker rooms. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you don't protest too much. I yeah. Think. So, I mean, Buffalo has been hosting games. It's the second oldest stadium in the AFC. They said on the CBS broadcast next to Arrowhead. Right. So this has been in, in operation for quite some time. 60 plus years now we're talking. Right. So you're telling me for the first time in 60 years where we've always had two NFL teams showering after the game, you ran out of hot water. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I'll play devil's advocate. You think they're fixing a damn thing in that place oh, right about now? Oh, hell no. No, okay. not when they're so building. There's, no, there's probably no, a chance they right. ran out of hot water. Right. <laughs> they, 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 look, they probably did run out of hot water, but yeah. don't sit there and say that didn't happen yeah. because you got called out on it. You should say, yeah, this is why we're building a new stadium. Yeah, yeah. we're not fixing we're the boiler. We're not fixing it. No, hell me? no. Why would we fix the boiler? Take we're, a we're cold moving, shower. We're moving out of this dump. Right. I wouldn't put any money into that thing either, but don't act like it didn't happen. I talked to somebody in professional sports early this morning about this story, and the comment was, my ass, they t- <laughs> they ran out of water. They turned it off on the Chiefs. That's how petty Buffalo is. Yeah, I'm sure the timer ran out, and they didn't reset it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get your shower in amongst the first 50. You were done. You were out. You, you were, were probably screwed. toast. Yeah. Uh, we will chat all things Chiefs, the the victory on the road, and what's ahead with Chiefs color analyst and former wide receiver Dayton Hughes, who drops by for his weekly visit next. Fesco in the morning. I would give anything to do a tush push with Blaine Gabbert. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Looking to pass the football. Throws in the middle. Pass is cut. Touchdown, Kansas City. Touchdown, Chiefs. Touchdown, Chiefs. Dana Hughes took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers. Halfback pass. Marcus Allen right side. Touchdown, Kansas City. Dana Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis. 
news and views from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Dana Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him. And the Chiefs not only won a game Sunday, but avenged avenged Danon's last trip into Buffalo. They did. Congratulations, Danon. Way to go, Danon. Yeah, I'd like to thank all the little people in the world who helped uh, me accomplish this. Um, it was a huge accomplishment for me. Uh, no, I'm only kidding, guys. Yeah, it was, it was definitely uh, worth the trip. I can't say that I left more happy than I left sad back in 94, but I will say it was retribution. The fact that we've had this dominance over the Buffalo Bills in the postseason has been, uh, you know, sweet music to my ears, I guess you could say, um, and my eyes uh, over the last few years. So, yeah, it was good. It was, uh, it was exceptionally fun to walk back through the stands. Dan, Israel, and I had to walk against the flow of the fans down to the field to get to the locker room for the post-game press conference. And uh, I will say I, I exhibited a lot of restraint uh, with some of the verbal barbs that were thrown at me and face-to-face uh, interactions. I woosahed all the way down to the field because it w- otherwise it wouldn't have gone well. So um, I'm just very fortunate that we were able to make that trip down with a win because I don't know how I would have felt with a loss and I'm sure that they would have let me hear it and the old Danon might have come out of it. <laughs> That's funny. Three hours earlier, they were actually pretty nice when I was venturing down there to go to the field, but I can imagine after the game, it might have been a little more tense. Yeah, it was definitely a little sketchy. Uh, I've said it. I, I tweeted it. Uh, there's so much that was said about the Oakland Raiders, the fans, the black hole back in the day, but I always said even in my two trips going to Buffalo, that uh, those fans, they deserve some of that vitriol as well. And uh, we saw the clips of the fired snowballs at, at players and, you know, some of the interactions and so on. So uh, they're not all just passionate fans up there. There are some, uh, a lot of um Extras that go on with knuckleheads. Yeah, 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 a, a lot of that. Dane and I, as we sit here now, rolling into Tuesday morning, we're not going to rehash the game because you know we did that yesterday. But what is being rehashed, and I'm looking up, and I'm still trying to figure all this out, is why is there more talk about Josh Allen than there is about Patrick Mahomes? Are you getting the sense that America, if you will, is tired of the Chiefs? And if so, what a great gift to America to go out there and beat the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. <laughs> and give everybody a nice big poop burger to eat. Yeah, it is interesting. I was watching Ryan Clark on Get Up yesterday and actually rewatched some of it this morning. Um, and he was the one he was the one voice that kind of was screaming about that same sentiment. Why is everything about Josh Allen and how great he was in another loss and not so much about Patrick Mahomes? And I feel like the flip side of it is that it could be looked at as a feather in Patrick's cap that, that, that he has set the bar so high that winning on the road for the first time, winning going head to head against Josh Allen again is like par for the course that it's, it's gotten to a point where it's so expected that they'd rather talk about the, the negatives that if he had any in that game, as opposed to him just being dominant again. So I, I guess I kind of feel like from a national media's perspective that there's just a, such a heightened expectation level of Patrick Mahomes' greatness that we're, we're kind of looking at it like it's normal. And we know here in the Chiefs' kingdom that it's not normal and we can cherish it a little bit better. And it's unfortunate that the national media doesn't look at it the same way. So, Dane, and let me ask you this. You obviously were a professional athlete, and we talk about the chip on their shoulder. Like, I, I feel like we always talk about, oh, Patrick Mahomes is playing with a chip on his shoulder and all that kind of stuff. What exactly does that mean? How does that get you to play better, if you will, or play smarter or play tougher, whatever word you want to use, by playing with a so-called chip on your shoulder? I've always said it. Oh, in order to be a great 
athlete at any level, there has to be something else you tap into. And how you get to that zone, how you may get to that dark place, is it's different for every individual. So when you talk about a chip on the shoulder, uh, to me, it was always about like finding that little edge. And I remember even going back to high school for me, like I was a, I was a really good athlete who happened to play football, happened to play basketball, happened to play baseball. I would never consider myself. And I've always told kids, my kids, kids I coached, there's a difference between playing football and being a football player. It's a distinct difference. And for a large part of my life, I just played football. And then there was a circumstance that happened in high school where one of my close friends got flipped up on a tackle and landed on his head, almost broke his neck. And that's where the light came on for me. I was like, oh, so this is, this is how we spoke. This is, this is what's real. Like it, it became, it didn't, it wasn't just me playing the game anymore. It, be, it was like a light switch literally came on and my, my head space went to a different place, like a darker place. Like now I'm tapping in. Now you're trying to hurt my friends. Like this game is like, you can almost hurt people. And it changed the course of my life uh, from a sports perspective. So I say that answering your question, because I feel like the players, even going through my career, you tap into hating guys, hating teams, uh, feeling like they're trying to take something from you, how they're trying to take some of the, the joy from your teammates, how they're trying to hurt your running backs and, and other guys. So that chip on your shoulder is different for everybody, but I feel like everybody has that ability to tap into a dark space that gets them, like we always say, is no such thing as 110%. Well, there is. You can give 100%, and then there's something extra that you tap into that you didn't even know you had that gets you propelled to a higher level. Chiefs color analyst Dana Hughes joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Even though it's not maybe highly publicized, I do think the quarterback's played awfully well the last, really, three weeks. His oh, last three games, I guess three games, he didn't play last week, but the, the Cincinnati game, I thought that was a perfect taste of what, what they need to do in the postseason, and then they've carried that in the postseason. He's played great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think from when you look at the last three games, like you can make an argument that it's the best complete football that we've seen. And even in this last game, the Buffalo Bills, Maybe the defense was a little lackluster con- compared to the standard that they had set all season long. But from individual standpoints, uh, you know, Justin Reed on defense, leading tackler uh, and, and leading on the field as well uh, to see the linebacker play, stepping up to the challenge specifically in the second half against Josh Allen, uh, holding them just to seven points and, you know, getting the, the, the three and outs and the punts that were necessary to, to secure that win. And then, you know, the quarterback, I mean, we know that Patrick Mahomes is great and what he's able to do to lead this team and trust that he's had with uh, MVS, two key catches that led to touchdowns. Uh, and you would think by this time of the season, maybe there would be uh, some, some lack of confidence with guys, but yet, even though that's may, that may have crept into our minds, it hasn't crept into his. Like, he's still leaning on the guys to make plays. And to me, that's that's the true testament of greatness because we can be fickle. Like, we, we can be fickle with anything. Uh, you know, we don't want the same waiter or waitress if we had a bad experience somewhere. And yet, Patrick Mahomes has gone through, you know, 17 games during a regular season and a postseason game, and for the most part, there's been guys that have let him down. And yet when crunch time comes, he's able to kind of compartmentalize that, push it out of his brain and still lean on guys that he has leaned on for now almost two years. So yeah, I I like where we're at right now. I like that we're competing at a high level and it doesn't seem like we're phased at any juncture to where we're playing, who we're playing against, and what the possibilities are of losing. So it's a special, special time. What are your early keys against Baltimore? Well, the number one key, obviously, is to contain Lamar Jackson. I don't think it's a guy you can stop. I think it's something, someone you can contain, just like uh, we did against Josh Allen in the second half. And if you look at the dynamic of this team and the makeup of this team throughout the season, especially defensively, 
Like, we, we had a little bit of a feel-out process in the first half, first quarters of games where we may not be as impactful against opposing offenses or, or you know, strong quarterback play, but it's the adjustments that are made from the first quarter to the second quarter and then specifically in the second half have been really special. So uh, I'm not naive to believe that we'll be able to stop Lamar Jackson, especially early in the game, but I feel very confident – that the adjustments that we'll make during the game, especially at the halftime, will will allow us to contain him more. And really, that's where it comes down to containing him in clutch situations, just like we did with Josh Allen. Like, he's going to get a few first downs. They're going to move the ball down the field. But what happens in that third and eight, that crucial third and nine situation when you force a field goal or force a punt? He might be efficient on first and second, but when the back is against the wall, what are we going to do against him? And then protection. Patrick Mahomes has not been sacked this entire postseason. Uh, the offensive line has done an outstanding job. We know there's some question marks with Joe Tooney, but continuing to protect him against one of the more feverish rushes that we will have seen in probably the last three years. So protecting Patrick and containing Lamar Jackson are two big keys that jump out to me. All right, David, pace yourself. Yep. <laughs> See, wow. that was quick. Wow. See, he's going to build up. He's yeah. it's Tuesday right now. He'll build up by Thursday, get a little simmer. By Friday, a little more simmer. Saturday, when we get on the plane, he'll be punching me. Yeah. And then Sunday, he'll be ready to go. He'll be ready to roll. Yeah. I think this is a little bit different, though. This is not a revenge game for Danon. True. This true. is not a revenge well, game. Well, he'll Danon. still be. He'll still right. be ready. He'll still be ready. Uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, 10 or 10 o'clock pregame, 2 o'clock kickoff on 106.5 The Wolf. Mitch, Dean, and uh, myself, and uh, Dan, and Art, and the entire crew uh, Sunday on the road in Baltimore. Uh, a piece of childhood disappeared, and I was in the storage room about it yesterday. <laughs> we'll get to that next. Hey, this is Trent McDuffie. Wake up with Fesco in the morning, starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Well, I'll tell you what, it is that time of year where you're starting to look outside, prepare for spring a little bit, or focus on the now. I'm going to tell you the focus on the now when it comes to the real estate market, because my friend Dawn Sharp is constantly investing in cutting-edge technology and marketing to sell the best homes for the most money, and they can now give you options for your home before you even talk to them. It's so easy. Just go to your phone right now or your computer and go to homesforsaleinkc.com. You'll see a button at the top of the page titled, How Much Is Your Home Really Worth? Click on the Find Out button and just enter your address and watch what happens. I did this. It takes seconds, and you get the opportunity to see how much your home is worth right now in real time. It's an awesome feature that Dawn has on her website. The Sharp Homes team can give you so many... Chiefs at the Ravens and defensive coordinator Mike McDonald this week. Two o'clock on 106.5. The so Wolf hang on coverage a gets underway at 10. The guy's name is Mike McDonald, their defensive coordinator. Yeah. So they went from Wink Martindale to Michael McDonald as their defensive coordinators. Right. Is That's that great. correct? Am That's I doing great. the math correctly? I, there might have been one. In so the they office. went from a game show host to mm-hmm. a great singer. Yes. One of the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. I bet you didn't know that, B. Michael McDonald was actually an original member of the Doobie Brothers. What? Was this in the news? I'm just saying. Is this like America with Patrick Mahomes? We're not in love anymore because we want Josh Allen to be there. Now I will say, now I will say as well that national media t- tends to jump on the fresh. They have all week oh, to talk God, about. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. all week to talk about Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. You got to hammer the guy that's just done. Mm-hmm. Whoever that is, you know. But they're not hammering Josh Allen. No, no. They're, they're basically they're making every excuse for why yeah. it's not his fault. Yeah, I, I saw Get Up had a little their question that said, uh, you know, is Josh Allen taking too much of the blame? He's the quarterback. He's the quarterback. Yeah, you get the blame. Dak Prescott gets all the blame in Dallas. I mean, they're they're crushing Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia right now. 
you know, it, it's it's the quarterback, man. Philadelphia's replacing both coordinators this year. I know. Again. I, again. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Because that always works. Right. If you're. Well, the next step is you're firing the coach. You're firing right? the coach. Like, so if you're a coordinator, why are you taking a job with Philadelphia when you know that means the coach is on the hot seat? Now, I will say this. Last year they replaced two because they both left for head jobs, okay? Correct. So, so you're replacing those guys again. It's not like you're firing you know, every year and doing all that. So we'll see how it all plays out. But I got to think Nick Sirianni right now is on the hot seat. Scouts from Eagles reporter Jeff McClain. Uh-oh. Brian Johnson won't be returning as the Eagles offensive coordinator. Mm. NFL sources said. Nick Sirianni will have to replace both his OC and DC mm. Colts offensive coordinator, Jim Bob Cooter yeah, was baby. mentioned as a possibility. There we go. Ooh. Yeah. So why would Cooter take that job? That but he won't be among the top candidates. I'm being told. Yeah. Okay. So then you just wanted to work Cooter into an article. That's the only reason you're bringing him up. If he's not going to be considered one of the front runners, there's no reason to mention Jim Bob Cooter in that article. Other uh, than that, you Cooter. wanted to mention Jim Bob Cooter. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure we're on the same page. Right. And I have no problem with that and at all. And Cooter could go there because you probably name him. You know, he could go there and go, well, that's guy's getting fired. I might have a chance to get the head the, coaching job. The head job coaching job. Could you imagine basis. that? Could you imagine introducing Jim Bob Cooter as your head coach? Like anywhere, his name alone precludes him from being a head coach. Your name is Jim Bob Cooter. You can't be the head coach of an NFL team. Mm, mm. Uh, Cooter. Well, if it's JB Cooter or just Jim Cooter, fine. Or Bob. He's got dropped the the Jim Bob. Yeah, the whole Jim Bob thing Mm. is bizarre. His name is Jim Bob Cooter. Are you going to take that guy seriously? Like, if that guy's addressing the team. You got 53 dudes in that room who are in their early 20s. The man's name is Jim Bob Cooter. It's tough. How do, you, how do you get the respect of 53 guys when you your want, name is Jim Bob Cooter? Do you want I Jim mean, Bob Cooter was, as your doctor? No. no. Do you want Jim Bob Cooter as your insurance agent? No. Do you want Jim Bob Cooter as your... Hi, I'm Jim Bob Cooter with State your, Farm Insurance. Your brokerage guy? No. no. I don't know Take what I want Jim Bob Cooter to do. He only belongs on Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Just stay on Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Cooter. Uh, like, honestly, though, what what's a job for Jim Bob Cooter? Because it's, it's not anything it's that S- commands respect. It's SEC offensive coordinator. Yeah, I think you're right about that. He needs In to go back Tennessee. to Alabama. Yeah, Tennessee, Alabama, <laughs> yeah. Louisiana. I mean, Tennessee is all mater, right? So Tennessee would make the most Panhandle sense. Panhandle of Florida. You yeah. know, there's there's a, there's some opportunity down there in the south. But I mean, Georgia. Jim Bob Cooter Ford just doesn't, you know. No, it just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't roll doesn't off ring. the tongue. No. no. Well, what do we say? The say it out loud test? Yeah. yeah that doesn't Head coach well. Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah, we can't do that. No, <laughs> no we're not going to do that. No. Like, I'm sorry to say his name precludes him. He may be a great coach, but your name's Jim Bob Cooter. We can't roll you out there and have you be the face of the organization named Jim Bob Cooter. Mm. Even Big Lou doesn't want anything to do <laughs> with Jim Bob Cooter from the 620. <laughs> Truck driver. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Jim Bob Cooter Pest Control. I do like that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then, of course, Cooter. you guys went there. No. No. Nope. No. Nope. And scene. Uh, Cooter. Somebody from the 816, he should just go more formal. James Robert Cooter sounds better. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, it does. does. J.R. Cooter. J.R. Cooter. No, probably no, James Robert. Uh, Negative yeah. James Robert on that one. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> J.R. Cooter wouldn't work any better because it would just be Junior Cooter. Yeah, Yeah, no, you don't want that. Junior Cooter. Nope. (laughs) Nope. I don't think that's going to work. Don't think that's going to work. All right. It was the right time. It's the right decision. This thing is long past its due. That doesn't mean I still can't be a little bit sad about it. And probably everybody in our kind of age group, probably in that that same boat. But, uh, But Sports Illustrated has shuttered its operation. Apparently it's told everybody... If I had mm-hmm. or close to it, there's still people around, but their mag- magazines are done. Their website is really, really sucked. Their website has sucked time. for years. It was terrible. Yeah. Like it didn't load and put videos awful. and it was always Just one of those awful know, sites. I don't know who made their website, but it was awful. And then, uh, and then, you know, the latest one was they got caught using AI writers. Remember? Yeah. They were the right, ones that right. got caught writing fake stories, fake stories. With, yeah. with, with fake bylines of no people. Right. That didn't exist. So they decided to, to shutter the operation. But it is a little bit sad. The, the children of today 
the athletes of today will never, ever understand what a big deal that was to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Or what kind of jinx it was to be on the cover, too. I At remember point. numerous NCAA tournaments, Kansas would be on the cover of the local Sports Illustrated because you know, they did regional they, covers. They started and, doing the regional ones, yeah. And, and people would lose their minds. That's the jinx. I remember Rafe LaFrance being on the cover, and they lost to Arizona I always that thought year. that that was kind of silly as well because you're talking about a, a weekly publication. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> so there weren't, you know. 52 weeks of jinxes. Right, exactly, right. Every every week was not right. a jinx. Every right? week was not a jinx. But what a big deal that was. Like, that was the that was the status symbol right. of sports in that day, right? Right. That you made the cover of Sports Illustrated, and, and then also no one will have any concept of you basically had to wait a week to get <laughs> the biggest sports stories. Right. Which is kind of, now you're kind of like, are you kidding me? Um I needed two seconds. Schefter's got Schefter's late if he's not sending it to you now. Right. But they will never understand what a big deal those covers were. And they were an absolutely big deal to make that cover as an athlete. Mm -hmm. And you've probably seen over the weekend, once they announced the story on Thursday or Friday. That was a Friday news dump. All the athletes had said what a big deal it was to be on the cover, posted their their cover and Mm -hmm. how big a deal it was. It's like... It is, it, it's to me sad. Yesterday, I literally went down to our storage room because I knew I had some Sports Illustrated there. And I'm like, I wonder what covers I still have. And I know that there's a box somewhere that I have other ones because there weren't as many local ones that I thought there were going to be. Right. Like Chiefs and Royals and what have you. Um, But I was just like going through and I had probably, I don't know, there's probably 30, 30 different magazines there dating back to like the 80s. Mm-hmm. The, the best part was looking at the my addresses at the time <laughs> like oh that's my parents old house oh that was my dorm room um where the the addresses went but it was like a like a kind of a walk back i felt like clark in the in the attic yeah you know going for the family movie somebody didn't fall through the ceiling throw them away josh but uh but they just they're just like sitting in a, in a like a storage a storage thing about about you know yay high mm-hmm. bring them over i'll put Six, them in the fire pit. seven eight eight inches high and they were awesome Stefan Page on his head. Oh, yeah. That Chiefs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that was about as close as the Chiefs could make to the cover for quite a while there. Couldn't touch a cover. Right? Um I, I had the David Klingler one. That's of course, you're going to have that. That's yeah, as close right. as a Klingler ever was going to get to the cover of Sports Illustrated. Cousin right. Dave. That's right. As yeah. I like to call him then. Um, Still and then won't return your call. I did actually have. I think I probably went and got these, or my wife bought them for me. But I had the the, the covers in fourteen and fifteen of the Royals, right? And that's probably the last magazines, pretty close to probably the last magazines they had, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was still doing like commemorative covers, like you can get a Michigan won the national title cover. Not the same anymore. If it's not a, if it's not there, you can buy it, whatever. But a, a piece of like sports, sports, yeah. a piece of sports is sports. is now gone it's kind of sad well and, and, and the way that i look at it is is, is twofold number one the, the the way that sports illustrated has been kept alive for me honestly has been getting off the elevator every once in a while at kaufman stadium in the press box and they have all the sports illustrated from the royals winning championships all over the wall so they you know they got the uh, the ones from the 80s and the and the recent ones mm-hmm. which are now 10 years old oh my god um and and that was always really cool to see you saw the significance of sports illustrated because teams truly did embrace that but i, I couldn't tell you the last time not only that i picked up a sports illustrated but i really sat down and read a magazine or read something in in long form i mean it's just not what we do it's anymore hard. we're, we're a, it's, it is right we're a headline society just, yeah and if it's not in a tweet or if it's not in the headline then we're not really paying attention to it. Like, I, I do this every once in a while. I'm sure my parents are listening. I'll send obituaries with names of people that they know, and then, you know, I, I see if they open them up because, it, like, you know, they think, oh, so-and-so died. Well, it's a name I just found that lives somewhere not even close to where this person lived, but I said it. They don't open the articles. And so it's not just our generation. It's every generation that just they don't they don't read the article they don't they just read headlines we have become in the last decade plus just a headline reading society and you go read all of these clickbaits on msn or usa today or the kansas city star it's all clickbait they just want you to get the click there and open these articles and i think people are done with the clickbait so they just scan headlines and they move on and they don't settle in to sit down and truly read like i I hate to say it this way you're not taking the Sports Illustrated and flipping it under your arm and going to the throne anymore. Like, you're, you're just not doing that no. kind of stuff. The days of truly reading 
are over. If it's not on your phone, it's not in 140 characters, yep, it's not it, a right quick there. hitter or eight-second video or whatever it is, we're just not doing it anymore. And and I'm tired of blaming the younger generation. No, the younger generation. No, it's everybody. My like I said, way shorter now. Yeah. Much shorter. Can My parents is much a, shorter. And they're in their 70s. Can I sit down and read a 10-page article anymore? No, no chance. No, chance. no chance. You're not doing that. Like these Two long form. Oh, this great piece. Nobody cares about your great piece anymore. They really don't. Give me the Cliff's Notes. Give me three paragraphs. Summarize it for me. I don't have the attention span, the want to, and quite frankly, the time to sit down and read a 10-part feature story anymore. The only thing in the text line is pointing it out that people are going to miss from Sports Illustrated is the swimsuit issue. <laughs> 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HC2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. And yes, Mom, I still wanted to read those articles. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Give me the money. Of that issue. Let's go. Of that issue. Of that issue. Somebody says, uh, Granky Cy Young was my last one. From the 816. That's 2009, man. Think about that. It's 24. Mm-hmm. God love you, man. I still have my Chase Daniel Sports Illustrated nice. with Josh Klingler's name and address on there that he gifted me. <laughs> That's right. I did do that, yes. didn't I? Yeah. Yes. I was still getting it then. So that was yeah, that's nine. 2009. Yeah, 2009. Yeah. That's a long time ago that's as well. One, yeah. Only one I have left. No. Somebody says, I wish I still on my Tony Mandrich cover. Yeah, yeah I remember that, that Tony. I remember that Tony Mandrich cover. But yeah, but I mean, like, it, it's just it, it's a thing of the past is really what it is. And to, to piggyback off of what something Josh said to start this segment, their website is absolutely disgustingly it was, it was really bad. bad. I mean, like horribly bad, like one of those websites that you go to and you think it's like a junk site where they're just flashing videos and throwing ads like it is. Because I've tried over the years. It's like, yeah, uh, it's oh, that looks like, a, looks like a story I want to read. You and go it to never it, loads. And crashes your yeah. browser and it was for some reason whatever they use was so bad oh just the awful. videos loaded whatever and i'm like man this is this is just not the same i'm you know i want my helmet phone back right and oh, my, I want my SI pullover. I know you, you yes. look on social media. Give me the football phone. You, you look on social media and you see all the, the, the quote-unquote writers, you know, massaging each other and talking about how great this is. But how many people outside of that world were truly sitting down and reading this? If it was still a thriving business and it was still something that people were consuming, well, then it, we wouldn't be in this spot. I, I think there are still some that are trying to, I don't want to say force it, but trying to provide long-form coverage. Yeah. I don't know if that's 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 way nichier than it's ever been. It's ever been, yeah. I I, I really do believe that. Like you, you know, the exposés, the long forms, all of that kind of stuff. Games, game recaps. Who's reading a game recap anymore? Right? You watch the game, you saw it happen, and, and and you're on. Like once something happens, now we tend to move on and we go on to the next. Like I mean, the Chiefs got a great win over Buffalo, and it's like, all right, what are we going to do against Baltimore? As soon as that game was over, it shifts to what you're going to do next. And when a magazine shows up on Thursday and it's talking about the Chiefs and, 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 and Buffalo game, you're like, this is done. This is old news. And so in this information age with short attention spans where we don't click on anything and it doesn't matter what generation you're in, whether you're my parents' generation, our generation, or the generation below us, nobody's reading these, these long-form articles. Nobody has the time or the want to or the desire. For the 913, I do still have my Tyra Banks swimsuit edition. Good for you. Good for you on the 913. And then someone else says, the 98 swimsuit edition turned me into a man. From the 816. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Well done. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.